where life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness no longer exist, we will be the purveyors of truth. Welcome to the PCGC and CK1 show broadcasting from parts unknown. We are your hosts, Don, a.k.a. PCGC, and Chris, a.k.a. CK1. Alright guys, and welcome to Don't Tread on America. I'm your host, Don Q, and I got a little special treat that that's I had to break out the old school music. Chris is back. Oh. Oh, welcome back to the show, Mr. CK1 himself, Christopher J. McGillicuddy. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. All right. Today is, uh, what is it, November 19th, 2021. Going to be a good good show. (laughs) We're expecting a Rittenhouse uh, verdict any moment. Yeah, we just just got it in that they're expecting the verdict to be in within the next hour. Oh, yeah. Special occasions require special measurements. That's right. So it's a. So we're about to measure. We're, oh, put put that away. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, you okay. I, I got you beat. No, that's fine. No, that's fine. Let's hold on. <laughs> Blow on it. There you go. Yeah, see, it's right there. So uh, yeah, I see you've been using my shave my balls razor, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, see, it doesn't nick you or nothing. Oh. <laughs> kind of feels good. <laughs> You're supposed to use the other end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes. The uh, so I was I was telling Chris about the downloads and whatnot, and uh, we were discussing uh, number two number two most downloaded uh, podcast in Russia behind the uh, Yakov Smirnoff yeah. uh, podcast. Yeah, There you go. A little sugar go. water in Russian. How's that sound? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so uh, what do we got today? We're gonna we're gonna probably be all over the road today, based on what happens. In the yeah, what, what happens house. with the news? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll probably turn the TV up if if they go to something here. Um, I, I guess we can probably just jump into the into that. I mean, I kind of was looking at OSHA mandate. I know I've talked about it the last couple of shows, um, but I don't think it's over just yet. We'll go over that. Okay. Uh, I've got some Alec Baldwin stuff where he is probably actually a murderer. Mm. And then uh, I guess we can talk about this real quick. Okay. President Joe Poopy Pants Biden is going to get the poopy scraped out of his pants. He went under the, he got a little anal. Mm. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was colonoscopy. I read that wrong. (laughs) I just seen him something about sticking up something to his butt. So, but yeah, so he had to transfer power to. VP Harris, come on. Uh, I, I can only imagine the hand wringing going on, waiting, waiting yes. by. Kill him. <laughs> Kill him now. <laughs> Is he dead? Is he dead? No, it's a colonoscopy. <laughs> what are you doing? No. Here, stick this up his butt. Put that away, come on. It's come on. Too soon? Yeah, so what I like about having Chris here is, I, and he's even told me this, um, he goes, well, you know, since he hasn't been on the show for, what, three months, maybe? Yeah, something like that. Um, and he was like, you know, one thing he'll say about me doing this by myself is it's a lot more 
I'm kind of like, this is what I'm going to talk about, blah, blah, blah. Here here's the news articles and so on and so forth. Play some videos, whatever. And I'm out. What we do, if you guys are new to the show and you haven't listened to some of the older shows from like August or before, we do a lot of this. We, we find a subject, we bullshit about it probably for 30, <laughs> 30 minutes or so, and then the show's over. Oh, right. <laughs> we didn't really go over anything. No, but um, so we were talking about, I didn't know anything about this until I got home and I saw it pop up on Twitter that he was getting his colonoscopy. Right. And uh, they were transferring power to VP Harrison. We had discussed our conspiracy theory of what's going to happen. Like Biden, I, I think it's safe to say that everyone believes that he's not going to be your president over the next three years. Right. Right. And it, we, you and I have always asked the question, what, uh, what, how is it going to end? Will he step down? Will they 25th amendment him? You know, I'm not saying he's going to get assassinated or anything like that. But um, I think he'll willingly, I mean, he'll either willingly step down or his wife will, you know, whatever, or they'll 25th Amendment him, but then that would make Harris the, the, the president, president. And, mm -hmm. and so on and so forth. And we've had our conspiracy theories and our talks and our thoughts and whatever. Then I seen this today and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's happening right yeah. now. We're real time. <laughs> because well, it would have been easy for them to be like, Oh, he didn't make it. Right. Well, it, it's kind of funny because this story popped up, and um, this is on uh, beckernews.com. Did you uh, say pecker? Beck. Oh. Becker. Okay. Oh, sorry. Must enunciate a little bit better. Yeah. Uh, so, apparently, one of uh, Harris's top aides quit. Right. Uh, amid chaos inside the White House. So this is November 18th, so this so happened yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. yeah. And uh, talking about how um, it says the White House has descended into open rebellion after uh, uh, Kamala Harris's hit piece on Biden's, on the Bidens was published by CNN on Sunday. Mm. The bitter feud has now claimed a casualty from the Harris camp. The vice president's communications director... Uh, uh, Ashley Etienne. Eti, uh, Easy for you to say. Etienne. Uh, I'm uh, you know, whatever. Hey, that uh, person. Ashley. <laughs> we'll just call her Ashley for short. Ash. Well, okay, so the hit piece, was that written by Ashley or was it written by Kamal or? It was written by her. Oh, I'm, I, I, keep, I, I keep dropping the A there, don't I? My bad. <laughs> yeah. Um,. I, it was written by the camp, I'm okay. assuming. So it, it was something coming out of her camp. Or well, and all we've heard for the past 10 months that this guy has been president is how much the two factions hate each other. And we know for a fact, or I shouldn't say we know for a fact, but we believe for a fact that the, and I, I think I talked about this on the last show, the only reason she's VP is because she is a woman, a black female. Right. Right. It has nothing to do with her skill or attribute, or she's not bringing anything to the table other than her gender and race. Well, I, I remember when you talked about that, and you talked about that you thought that uh, Tulsi Gabbard would have been a better choice, yeah. which I agree 100%. Um, I think the reason why that wasn't their choice, because she was... She went toe-to-company line, so to right, speak. 
Right. She couldn't be controlled quite the mm-hmm. same way. And look at her now. Look at how much she's being outspoken about shit now to the point where, you know, we've discussed it and, and I talked about it on the show where rumor has it that if, if uh, DeSantis ends up running for president, if assuming Trump doesn't, that she would be a logical pick for his uh, VP, which you would think doesn't make sense. He's a Republican. She's a Democrat. But I think she's more moderate than right. than liberal you know, so to speak. Right. But <clears throat> I think I think the two of them, uh, Harris and, and Poopy Pants, it's going to be like this. You know, you never heard I've I've never in my memory have ever heard of this kind of infighting between the vice president well, I mean, and you, president. You go back to when they were both campaigning for the they president. Hated, yeah. They hated each other. She accused him of being a rapist and a and racist a, and racist and, and you know, I was the little girl on the bus. Right. No, no, you weren't. No, you never were that girl, <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. So the uh, Ashley, she was a former staffer to Nancy Pelosi and Barack Obama. Joined the Harris team shortly after the election, and at the time, she said she would only stay for a year. Vanity Fair first reported the news. Uh, it's being stated that she's leaving to pursue other opportunities. Mm. Ashley is a valued uh, member. Would you like to supersize that? <laughs> Ashley is a, is a valued member of the vice president's team and who has worked tires, tirelessly Folks, uh, to advance the goals he's, of the administration. I'm, I'm out of practice. He's been out of practice of, of talking, so you have to excuse him. <laughs> hey, drink some more beer, buddy. <laughs> it helps. <laughs> it, it helps numb the lips. This won't be a drunk show, guys. It's just beer's <laughs> good. Says who? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, um, yeah, just interesting that that it was the reins were turned over to her, and then apparently, uh, yeah. And it was what time is it? So right now we're recording this twelve thirty, and uh, he, they've already yanked the yanked the rug from under, her, right? Well, yeah. Well, I imagine a bunch of his people probably come in there. And say, oh, we need to get him back away now because yeah. she's well, she's like a vulture out there. What was it? What What was it you found on on the Twitter machine there about uh, China? China. Oh, I closed it. Oh, he China closed on it. what? Um, uh, military planes and ships. Oh, and- yeah. So we had uh, being reported by the South Korean military. There are two China. Uh, China. <laughs> China. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> two China and seven Russian warships that have just passed into uh, South Korean airspace. Yeah. Uh, and that's re- reported by their military, right? So, so it was. A, I saw. I think. I think it was uh, Jack Posobiec tweeted earlier today when um, when this was announced that Poopy Pants McGee was going under. You know, it, I got to remember something. But uh, what uh, Posobiec was saying was, you know, if if China's going to do anything, now would be the time. I, I was reading that to you, and you were like, "What does it matter?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like shit. I mean, one's not much weaker than the other. They don't really give a shit that what what is Biden? What do we just see it this morning? His uh his approval rating was what, thirty six? Well it was uh that was yeah, his approval rating for that was jobs. Oh, that was okay. the jobs, but I think it's forty four. Forty four percent approval rating. Actually I think it was forty one because Joy Reid had her little thing about oh. about how people aren't happy with their money and whatnot and are doing this to them. Mm. Money only goes so far, bitch. Yeah. Well, money only goes so far when it's uh, gas is 
what three? Well, around here it's what three forty a gallon. Yeah, I'm sure. I think I, I saw somewhere in California it's like seven bucks. Yeah. <clears throat> so now they're gonna have like the little when you put your credit card in uh, to get your gas, credit it's gonna run your 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 credit. It's gonna ask you your uh, yearly income. Um, yeah. what, what's your mortgage payment? Um, <laughs> uh, social security number. Yeah. And do you want to take out the second mortgage on your home? Yeah. Well, I told you this morning I had to get gas in the the work truck, you know, and I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm glad that wasn't my credit card. <laughs> but, uh, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, I guess there's not much to talk about. Obviously, he, he made it through the the anal probe. Uh, and uh, Somebody was reporting that while they were in there, yeah. uh, they found another 85,000 mm-hmm. votes. Interesting. So the most popular... President. president in the world ever mm-hmm. with a 38% approval. job approval job rating. Approval rating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would say he's full of shit, but probably not right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They cleaned him out pretty good, I would mm-hmm. assume, right? Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, I'd say he's probably going to go ahead and put a lid on the day. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, his ass is wore out. <laughs> oh, wait. I, I, I see, see what, what you did there. there. I see well, it's interesting because I was reading. Uh, yes, I can read. I was reading. Not that you can tell by the book over there. I know, but um, still sitting in the same spot. He, oh, he's about to turn. I think he's about to turn seventy-nine. Right, oldest president ever. Uh, this is the first anything I've heard about health with him. That he's so. <clears throat> this this uh, colonoscopy is part of his yearly uh physical and uh, i wonder if they measured him up like they did you you know (laughs) but uh he's been president for you know damn near a year right and you're just now getting around to hitting that physical you know i'd be curious to see and i think i think we talked about i think i even talked about on one of the shows where i was like where, when they do this physical, it's, I'm sure it's going to be a little more intense than like a physical that we have to go through. I would think for something like the presidency, you'd have to do some sort of cognitive ability and, you know, not just what's up his ass, but, you know, where his mental faculties are and shit like that. Right. So, um, what will come about from his physical in general? Is this, this going to be the key that opens the door to the 25th Amendment? Is kind of where I'm leading with that because they don't have the 25th amendment him just because he's senile or whatever it could be it could be health yeah it could be like oh they did the colonoscopy and he's got you know cancer or or whatever i'm not saying that's the case but you know i'm just spitballing here right they're gonna do a in-depth physical it's not gonna be like touch your toes you stand on the scale can you see this board you know how big's your neck oh (laughs) (laughs) but uh you know i'm sure it'll be a little more detailed than what most people's physicals are. No, will it? <laughs> well, well, I mean, if if the idea is to, you know, move him along, then yeah, you know, because he won't leave willingly. Surely, he's not going to be like, you know, what this is bullshit. I'm retiring. You know, he's going to be like, I'm president. Mm-hmm. Sure, you are. They're going to keep that little soundstage built across the state. He can still go there. They might just let him act it out. Yeah, and not even realize he's. Not who he was. Where's that damn Peter Ducey <laughs> asking me all these silly questions? <laughs> this is bullshit. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
All right, so on to uh, more uh, pressing matters. Uh, well, I, so let's just go ahead and get into it. <laughs> All right. So um, we had a we've had a lot of stuff happen with with this trial. Now I realize that they went in on Tuesday to start the deliberation right. for the verdict. Yeah, they, um, they settled everything, what, Monday, and then I guess Tuesday morning they started their deliberations. Deli easy for you to take another drink. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so we had a story come out uh, late yesterday evening where the um, apparently a member of the media <laughs> was caught following the uh, jury van. Now, I thought they were uh, they, they had sequestered. Sequestered, right. The jury, but apparently they have not. Right. Um, which is absolutely insane. I guess we learned nothing from the uh, George Floyd trial, so we're just going to continue to let the jurors. Yeah, I mean, even if you weren't going to sequester them through the through the trial, I mean, I think they should have been because surely, at the judge had to realize the the you know, impact of the outside world, right? On a jury. Right. Mm -hmm. And they've been protesting. I mean, it hasn't been massive protest, no. but nonetheless, they've been protesting. But it has been getting a little and more. And it's getting more and more, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, every day. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm on Twitter, and like Tim Pool just posted, what if they say guilty on all counts? I mean, what if they say not guilty? Well, that's the interesting question because what if they say guilty? But what if you, we know the answer if they say not guilty, right? Okay, well, that is very much up in the air. Okay, so this was being reported. This is uh, according to the conservativebrief.com, uh, a story from yesterday evening. Uh, the trial of Kyle Rittenhouse has taken another concerning turn. A new report from Newsmax alleges that jurors' verdict count is a lot closer than many might have thought. Uh, Newsmax reported that sources said the current verdict count is split six to six. The Newsmax reporter said he overheard Mark Richards, one of the attorneys for Rittenhouse, say he believes the jury is split six to six. So for that to be reported last night, right? Because that was, I believe, reported like sixteen hours ago, and now we're on the verge of a verdict being read. So something happened somewhere. If it was split 66, or they believed it was split 66, and now all of a sudden we're within hours. Or, or they realize that they're not changing six people's minds. One way, one way or the other. Could be. And they're just like, fuck it, it's a deadlock. Well, you know, I was hearing and reading about, about that. So we know, well, I think it was yesterday, where the defense again filed for a mistrial with no pre uh, prejudice, right? Right. And it had to do with the uh, the video, the drone video and stuff that right. the uh, the uh, prosecution had, but it was what they sent to the defense was clear, you know, whatever. So they're saying that obviously you have three outcomes from the jury, right? You have not guilty, guilty, or we're deadlocked, right? Hung jury, right? right? So they're, they're, the thinking is that with all the misconduct that the prosecution has had, you know, questioning uh, Rittenhouse's use of the Fifth Amendment, the 
saying stuff that wasn't admissible in court but still saying it and then the the video with withholding the evidence or whatever from the defense some people are saying okay if it comes back not guilty then he's not guilty right but if it comes back any other way will the judge then declare the mistrial with prejudice yeah i don't know i don't know i think um I think the judge has been on the verge of, of losing his shit several times with right. the prosecution. Um, I think he's trying to let this get through. He's trying to get to a verdict because I think he doesn't want... He doesn't want to have like his interference. Right, in the trial. Right. Um, or in the decision. But I'm telling you, it's, it's getting worse and worse. So let's get into this real quick because we, we kind of mentioned it and then we... We kind of sidestepped it. But on Thursday, that's what we do. On Thursday, Judge uh, Bruce Schroeder banned MSNBC from the courtroom for the rest of the Rittenhouse trial after someone allegedly with the network followed the van carrying the jury. Reports suggested that the producer, who has been identified as James Morrison, uh, was stopped by police after running a stoplight while attempting to follow the van being used by the jurors to the courtroom. Uh, police in Kenosha said Morrison was trying to photograph jurors and was charged with several traffic violations. Judge Schroeder said the jury van is equipped with blacked-out windows so members are prevented from being exposed. I have instructed that no one from MSNBC News will be permitted in this building for the duration of the trial. This is a very serious matter. I don't know what the ultimate truth of it is but someone following a jury bus is an extremely serious matter and will be referred to the proper authorities for further action. Hmm. So, you know, we've talked about jury tampering before uh, hmm. with the, with the uh, Floyd, Floyd trial. Right. Right, where we had a BLM protester actually on the jury and then he's coming out bragging about how he got, you know, he essentially intimidated other jurors to... Right, yeah, because he was uh, BLM, yeah, whatever. Claimed he wasn't. Right. Picture show he was. Right. So, um, we, we haven't learned anything about jury tampering. Now, we've already had a report come out earlier in this trial. Well, I think it came out on e- either Tuesday or Wednesday that there was already a juror or a couple of jurors talking about the fact that they were fearful for the impact that their decision would have on the community. Right, because even if you don't know... I say you, even if the people don't know who these uh, jurors are by name, surely they're going to get found out because right. that's what happens. And, you you know, I don't know the, the makeup of the jury. I think it was mostly white people. I don't know how many men and women or whatever, but um, you're going to have a, a person on there, male or female, that's going to be a little freaked out because you, not everybody wants to be on a jury. So I, I've never been on a jury. You have. So when you go through the process, you really have no choice whether you get picked or not. It's like you say, I'll do it. You know, they go through and ask you whatever the questions are, and you answer honestly. And if they feel like you're not going to, you know, you're going to be right. down the middle or whatever, you're going to get picked. Um, that's probably why I've never been on a oh. no but um surely there's a, at least one person on that jury that don't want to be there not uh, that they have any ill will against rittenhouse or i would be willing to bet more well i'm just couple. saying <laughs> well but all you need is one to 
right. to vote opposite. Right. And if that one person is like, I don't want to fucking be here. And, you know, I voted I voted guilty. I don't know what to tell you. You know, that was the other 11 that voted. So right. I'm, I'm betting I'm not in it. But the question, like you had said about the judge, he's kind of let a lot of things go that he probably could have ended this case, you know, four or five days ago right. when the when the uh, prosecution did what they did, especially when they were asking uh, Kyle about his uh, the Fifth Amendment. Why did you Why did you remain silent? It's fucking right to do that, <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, you know, between that and there was another incident where they had entered into court stuff that was pre-trialed, not supposed to be allowed. I can't recall what it was, but nonetheless, he's gotten onto him a few times about whatever. So he's let it go, but I think he's let it go with the reason of not wanting to start a, because obviously people know who he is. Right. You know, um, I, I, I believe he's letting it go to kind of let it be in the jury's hands. But the question does remain if they say, fuck it, he's guilty, or it's a hung jury. Are you going to, as the judge, put the this town through this bullshit again? Are you going to do the... Are you going to call it a mistrial? Right, because surely if... if or a, yeah, a mistrial with no prejudice. If, um, and if he is found guilty, you know they're going to file for a fucking... Uh, well, he, he, it's an automatic appeal. Yeah. So... Um, and, and I would also order or ask for, if I was appealing it, it would be on, we got to move. We got to have this trial somewhere else. Right. That way these jurors aren't, uh, subjugated to, Hey, that's my neighbor, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah. I, I, I still can't believe that they didn't sequester the jury. Um, so here, here becomes yet another question. So this this tweet is from Jack Posobiec. Again, if you're not following him on Twitter, you should. He's a really good follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had um, uh, reporter. I'm I'm sorry, Nicholas. Ah, Jesus, it sucks getting old. You can't read stuff. Uh, Nicholas uh, Burroughs. I'm sorry, Bogle Burroughs. I'm assuming. Uh, apparently, he's reporting from Kenosha, and it, he's he's. Um, just kind of reporting on the these jurors walking in, right, to the courthouse. And it says, jurors have entered the uh, Kenosha courthouse for the fourth day of deliberations after discussing the case for 23 hours over the previous three days. As jurors entered, several of them thanked the sheriff's deputies for putting up fo- a folding screen that blocked them from public view. It helps calm my nerves, one woman said. Another woman could be heard saying that the media coverage is insane and a man said he woke up at 3.30 a.m. and couldn't fall back asleep till 5 a.m. Now, uh, you might have caught the third thing that was said in there. A woman saying that she could be heard saying the media coverage is insane. How in the hell does she know what the media coverage is like? A jury is not supposed to be aware of what the media coverage is. They're not supposed to have any outside influence. Right. They're not supposed to know what's being reported in <laughs> well, the news. Well, that's when you had asked if, if they were uh, sequestered, and I, so I looked it up, and they weren't, because I think Fox News and uh, Yahoo News reported that there was people saying they should have been yeah. sequestered. The fuck is that? <laughs> And they agree. <laughs> uh, 
There we go. So yeah, it's coming on TV now. Uh, you want to keep going, and we'll talk through it. We'll, we'll, yeah, we can turn it on because I. Yeah. So yeah, the uh, jury is in the uh, courthouse or courtroom. It looks like they're coming back in. Uh, it says here, jury reaches verdict in Kyle Rittenhouse trial. I was just reading this that uh, 12, 12 person jury had reached a verdict in the homicide trial of Kyle Rittenhouse, according to two people, two <laughs> two people from your proceedings. Uh, we're in a courtroom waiting verdict read. All right, another another tweet from Jack Pasovic. We will soon know which has more sway, evidence yeah, or the corporate media. Yeah, it's it's about to get real because I honestly believe, in my opinion, that this verdict is going to have more more impact. Well, I shouldn't say that because we all pretty much knew that that Chauvin was going to be guilty. Right, I don't think we thought that he wasn't going to be found guilty. Right, in the George Floyd case. Right, this kid legitimately should be a free man, regardless of what your opinion of him is, regardless of whether he needed to be there or whether he should have been there, or whatever the situation, whatever your opinion on that is, that does not weigh into the factor of did he act in self defense. Yeah, and ultimately the way it works works out is he had just as much right to be there with his gun than Gage Crossray did. I don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? The uh, the, the, lone, the lone survivor. The, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, something speaking of which, speaking of lone survivors. We were talking about this today. So, the guy that they call the uh the jump kick guy. I yeah. Mm -hmm. I think his name's Casey something or another. Mm -hmm. uh, I was like, you know, so supposedly he, he went to the prosecution, offered his testimony in, in the court, in the case for immunity because he's got a slew of, of uh, criminal charges. Mm, shocking. Know, he's not a nice guy. Sh shocking. Right. Yeah. Right. And uh, they turned him, turned him down, said they didn't need it. But his, his, uh, I shouldn't say his name because no one knew his name up until I think yesterday or day before when it finally came out. Um, because the defense, everyone referred to him as the jump kick guy. That was the guy that, if you've seen the videos or the, or the still pictures, that is seen there kicking uh, Rittenhouse in the head. And then shortly thereafter, the the one dude, <laughs> I don't know all the names, with the skateboard. I know it wasn't. Uh, I can't remember the two guys that got killed, Rosenbaum and the other guy. Yeah. The other guy uh, was the one that was hitting uh, Rittenhouse in the head with the skateboard, and that's the one he killed first. And then Rosenbaum chased him down, and he killed him, and so on and so forth. But nonetheless, uh, I found it interesting when I found out the uh, the race of this gentleman. And he's a black gentleman. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, well... If Rittenhouse is such the white supremacist that everyone wants to paint him out to be, and the only people that died that day from his from his gun were white people, then why wasn't this other guy dead? You know. So I I know one thing's for sure that you can almost write this down, book it, make note of it. It's one oh eight on eleven nineteen twenty one. As soon as this jury verdict is read and it's not guilty. <laughs> that you're going to see, I would assume today's Friday, so I would assume 
sometime in the course of the next week, you're going to see lawsuits against CNN, MSNBC, and parties involved. You know, Cuomo, Lamont, Lamont, uh, Joy Reid. Uh, you know, and if he's got a hair on his ass, he'll sue the fucking president. Right. Because to, you know, whatever happened, happened. Whether right. whether it's right or wrong, you're calling this kid a white supremacist. And then we saw the tweet from, uh, ah, shit, who was it? Uh, Amon calling him a white supremacist. And uh, do you want to? Do you want to stop it? Do you want to put this on pause and then we'll come back after the verdict's read? Yeah, we'll go ahead and do that, and we'll be back in. Okay. All right. That's some fucking shit right there. I'm telling you right now, not guilty. All charges, not guilty. That's, That's I, I'm telling you, we were just, we, we stopped the, the record, uh, recording here for a minute. Let me go ahead and pause this back. All right. Um, we stopped the recording so we could listen to the charges. And I looked at him, I said, uh, I'm a little bit nervous right now. And I'm, I mean, he's crying, but I, I, you really can't blame him, right? I bet his mom's, yeah, look at his mom. She's crying her eyes out. But you can't blame him. But uh, I will say this. You know, I, t- I was looking at Chris. I was like, I don't know. I'm a little nervous. And I wasn't nervous for him. You know what I'm saying? As far as him being guilty or not guilty, uh, I wasn't, like, stressed about that. Right. It was the, it's, it's kind of this. I'll be honest with you. He's not guilty. What's about to happen? Yeah. Is that your phone? Oh, I, I do apologize. I got to go. <laughs> Is that alarm? Or? <laughs> it's, I'm sorry. I thought she was. I thought your wife was calling you like, oh, shit. He's not guilty. <laughs> um, there you go. Wow. Uh, can't say that I'm surprised. Um, but, uh, I kind of am. I think this is the verdict you needed in the sense of, uh, um, I'm sorry, tweeting right now. You guys can follow me at, uh, DTOM underscore 1775. <laughs> um, if I could spell, it'd be a freaking miracle. It's kind of hard to talk and spell at the same time. But, um. I think I think you needed the jury's decision one way or the other, so the judge didn't have to get involved. You didn't want it to come down to a mistrial, whether right. it be mistrial and have to have a, another hearing, or a mistrial with prejudice, and they didn't because then they would have. You, you, you wouldn't have got the decision either way. Like you wouldn't have got the definitive decision. Then they would have said it was one person making the decision for this this guy's fate, not for. A jury of his peers actually making right. the decision. Um, I'm glad to see that. Um, I'm glad to see that the intimidation stuff did not get to the jury. I'm glad to see that they came to the decision that they did. Uh, well, regardless, yeah. regardless of the outcome. Well, and it's interesting about that because. We were just talking about the six and six split or the one person this or the two people that, right? What, let's assume that it was, that's true. 
let's assume that last night or yesterday, whatever, there was a six to six split, right? What happened between then and now that swayed those six people? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's the that's the interesting thing to know. Go ahead. You just got a retweet from Defund the Establishment. Hey, sugar water. God bless the American justice system and those willing to uphold it. Follow us on Don't Tread on America <laughs> and to the Republic. Oh, wait. Very nice. Hey, I'll take it, right? Very nice. Yeah. Um, but that being said... Um, Good for Kyle. I think justice was served there. That's my opinion. That's my personal opinion. Right. That, that is not the opinion of this show or no, it's the host. You're good. What did you say? <laughs> uh, you said he's you, that was a good call, right? Yeah. 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 It, I personally think justice was served in this case. Um, yeah. I that's mean, why I'm glad to see that the the ju- it 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 gives me faith that there's still hope for the justice system. Right. And. If, if you guys followed any of this trial, if you just followed a little bit of it, you would know that the if you didn't pay attention to the media, no matter who you watch, whether you watch Fox, CNN, MSNBC, whatever it is, even your local media, I, I mean, because I watch our local news here, but it's mainly so I can catch the weather. But even their media was very biased. It was because the, the I watched the cable news, the local cable news here. It's not a an NBC or a Fox affiliate. It's the 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 cable network's local affiliate. But nonetheless, so they're I think CNN based or whatever was very much on the side of the prosecution, so to speak, and toting the line of of. Uh, the hell's a word I'm looking for? The black, the black, the uh, white supremacist mm-hmm. narrative, so mm-hmm. to speak. Because if and we had this discussion, if you talk to most anybody that doesn't know anything about this trial, right? They just know the basis of the trial. They'll tell you that this kid crossed state lines with a gun, with an AR-15, the deadliest weapon of all time, right? Mm-hmm. Into another state to kill black people at a BLM rally. I mean, that's true. If you ask most people that, like I said, they don't know anything about this, that's what they're going to tell you. The facts of the matter is, that's the difference between the media's facts and the actual facts. The facts of the matter is, the kid went to Kenosha, which was, I think they said, uh, 17 minutes from his house. So it's not like he drove to, like... Go ahead. You know the funny thing about that is, is somebody actually drew up a map where uh, uh, Gage uh, Gross and Cruz is from. He drove fifty-one miles to be at the protest, and and that's a, that's what I was saying earlier about the gun. Is everyone's talking about this kid being there with a gun? No one's talking about Gage being there with a gun, right? When he wasn't even allowed to have a gun. <laughs> Did you? Just side note: Did you happen to, to watch the video that I sent you about them when they were doing the pre-trial uh, Zoom meeting? Where his chair broke. Ah. Uh-uh. Oh my God. I don't think I saw that. So so it's Kyle and his lawyers in a room. Right. And they're doing a Zoom call right. with with Gage. Right. Was Gage and, afraid of being around Kyle? 
I I think it just had to do with COVID restrictions. Oh, yeah. Kind of, all, I, don't think I, forgot, right. I forgot we're all going to die. But uh, anyways, he's just sitting in the chair by himself, and the chair breaks, and dude just <laughs> falls out on the floor. And it's like Kyle loses it. Like, he's wearing a mask, but you can tell he just loses his shit, like, laughing. The, the attorney is like... <laughs> but the funny part about it is, is the video goes on for, like, at least a minute. And the entire time, this motherfucker never tries to get up. He's just sitting like it's—you could just barely see the top of his head <laughs> in the video. And it's just like, okay, if a chair breaks, like you would try to get up, right? Right. You'd be like, oh, you damn chair, you know, whatever. Right. Dude's just sitting on the floor, like <laughs> he's, he's down there, like, dude, you can get up. It's—he was probably embarrassed as fuck. He's like, God damn, this thing broke. I'm fucking embarrassed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, I, I just my arms all fucked up because oh. <laughs> but anyway so you know the facts of the matter is the kid yes drove from his home in i think it's antioch illinois mm-hmm. to uh, kenosha wisconsin which is literally like a 17 minute drive i was it 20 miles away or something like that all right and and even then the prosecution was like why why would you feel the need to go there uh, my dad lives there oh you know it's like almost like the prosecution didn't do their fucking homework on the kid other than he was there with a gun and shot three people. Shocking. Yeah. Well, like, I, uh, why did you run towards the building burning, the, the burning building with the fire extinguisher? Um, it was on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those were his answers, and I was like, kudos, you know. Well, I mean, and, and I'm not making excuses for them, but if you look, the prosecution was handled much the same way that the um, Chauvin. the Chauvin trial was. And they didn't prove their case in that case no, either. I think they, they showed up and they did they, whatever. Well, maybe it could have been the same situation. Maybe these prosecutors, one of two things. Either the prosecutors didn't didn't feel they really had a case, but they had no choice but to put on the case. Or they felt that it didn't really matter because he was going to be tried in the court of public opinion, which would sway the jury and, well, it, and well, like it did in the Chauvin case. Because I think that's, that's what, what happened and in I Chauvin's case. I think that set kind of precedence where they thought the exact same thing was going to happen. Yeah, we can kind of half, half-ass half it. and Or just, or, or, I mean, hear me out, or they're much like half of the workers in America, they're totally inept at their job, but it's yeah. okay because everybody gets a participation trophy and it's okay for you not to be able to right. do your job. I, I th- it's probably a, a little bit of everything. So. It's probably a little bit of they maybe deep down inside because even the two of them, you know, what were what they calling them? Lunchbox? Lunchbox. I, I like that. I saw on Twitter <laughs> someone called them Fatlock. I <laughs> thought that was so much better. But nonetheless, the two the two uh, prosecutors not argued a lot amongst each other, but you could tell they didn't seem like they didn't get along. You know, they kind of had disagreeing whatever. And obviously they were there to do a job, and I think they tried to do the job to their best of their ability. But I swear to God, I honestly think they thought that we don't really have enough to bring this to trial and get your guilty verdict that you want, the the people in charge, whoever that is. But the the powers that be probably told them, it don't matter. Go out there and present the case. You know, Do what you got to do. The court of public opinion is going to try this kid, and it's going to get to the jury. We're going to do what we're doing right now with the fucking 20,000 people standing outside this courthouse with the Black Lives Matter flags. Uh, he didn't kill any black people. <laughs> I mean, come on. But uh, I know one thing's for sure. So when did this happen? 
Was this August of last year? Uh, I think. Yeah, I think so. My ass would have been moving by now because mm. you knew this was going to happen sooner, you know, whenever he was going to go to trial. And uh, if he uh, got off not guilty, it's going to be a shit show. I mean, I don't think we'll feel the effects a whole hell of a lot down here. You know what I'm saying? I think we'll, uh, I think we'll uh, be fine in Florida because right. we didn't really feel much of the effects of the um, George Floyd situation. But um, what you got here? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> Why don't you explain to fine folks out there what you just showed me? Um, okay, so we came across this actually no. while you were discussing something uh, on the show, and I, I it was everything I could do to hold it in. <laughs> so anybody of our age will remember Indiana Jones. You will remember the scene in which the guy took out the big sword and he's swinging it all around, yeah. and and he, you know, Indy just pulls out his gun and shoots him. Well, somebody actually uh, photoshopped in. I'm assuming that's Rosenbaum. Yeah, I think yeah, so. That's who it looks like with a skateboard. Uh, he's holding the skateboard as if it's the sword, and uh, uh, Kyle is playing the role of Indian. He's got his uh, trusty <laughs> AR-15 on his hip. So, um, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, what was the thing you you had about the Simpsons? Oh yeah, they, were, <laughs> they had the Simpsons uh, predicted again. They, I guess there's actually an episode in the Simpsons where there's a lawyer holding an AR-15. Inside the courtroom, so I guess they're comparing that to uh, Littlefinger as he's being referred to. Uh, <laughs> what Kyle? That's what. No. Uh, oh, the the, the, the attorney? prosecution. Oh. Yeah, the prosecutor attorney. He looks like a character from the Game of Thrones series. Oh man, I've never seen that show. Yeah. yeah. Shocking. If it's not Friends, and it's not on the History Channel, uh, he has not seen it. It's true. It's true. <laughs> Game of Thrones, is that, a, is that a show or is that a movie? It was a very popular uh, TV show series on HBO. <sighs> see, I, see, that's the problem. I don't have the highfalutin money like you got to be having the showtime and whatever it was you just I said, just, HBO. I just said HBO. I don't have all them fancy channels that the, that the CK1s have. That's a shame. You I, really should. You should venture out. You should broaden your horizons. I got friends. I'm fine. Do you? Do you? No, the TV oh, show. <laughs> I don't have friends. Oh, Joey's my friend. Ross and Chandler. No. So, you know, I wanted to bring this up. I guess it's too late. Well, Damn it. I, I, I missed it. I was going to be like, you think when Biden got done with his colonoscopy, he was like. <laughs> you think? No. No. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I do want to say this on, on a closing note to the uh, the trial, uh, the verdict being read. Please pray for the people of Kenosha tonight. Yeah, and over the weekend. That's not being facetious. That's no, true. Because, because it's going to be... Well, I guess... I, I don't know if I said this on, on here, if, if I just said it in talking to you, but Tim Poole had tweeted out, uh, really? A verdict on a Friday? Yeah. You know, which... I get it, but you know I also would say this to Tim Pool. Uh, you know nothing against Tim Pool. I like his show. Thanks to you. Mm. Uh, what does it matter? Because most of these people are going to be out there protesting, don't have jobs anyway. So <laughs> I said it. 
<laughs> I said it. I mean, am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. no. Oh, come on. That was funny. That was funny. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. There, all your friends Thank are you. laughing. It's, it, oh. it's true. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. So, uh, anyways, uh, yay for America. Yay for the justice system. You finally got one right. Um, well, you know, this would be a good segue. So we're talking about the, the lawyer, the prosecutor with the gun mm-hmm. pointing at the... Uh, with no trigger discipline. Yeah, no no trigger discipline. Oh, it's empty. Oh, really? A- ask Alec Baldwin about that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, segue. You like that? Yeah, I like, I like that. that. Yeah. That's professional. Yeah, man. It's almost like I kind of don't really know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, shit. So anyway, so it's interesting how nobody's talking about Alec Baldwin. This happened back almost a month ago now. This was uh, the 21st or 2nd, I think, of October when he brutally killed that lady and and shot the, what was he, I think, the director or whatever. And it was kind of being played out in the media and, and whatnot that he was shooting. <laughs> hmm, bad. Is that a, I mean, shooting a scene, but. Pun not intended. Not intended, yeah, okay. So he was shooting up the play. I mean, shooting a scene. <laughs> No, but whatever the scene was, he's making some movie called Rust or whatever, and I guess he's the the producer, right? The executive producer, plus he's the star, hmm. uh, which is where a lot of this is going to, is like, yeah, you might be the the star of this movie, and yeah, you may have pulled the trigger, but not only that, you're the producer. You're, you're financially responsible right. for this, what goes on, the right. goings-on of this movie. Nonetheless... Um, the argument has been that, uh, oh, he was told the gun was cold and that da da da. And anyone that's ever handled a firearm will tell you, you always, you always treat, treat a gun like it's loaded. Even if someone hands you a BB gun, right? you're not to aim it at somebody and be right. like, Hey, look at this. Yeah. You know, I got this one here. That's an automatic <laughs> BB gun. It's hey, what un- are you doing with that? Put that down. It, look, that so down. no, but if no, I, that, no, it's fine. No, it's, it, it's loaded. <laughs> nah, it's not, it. it's, it's not loaded. Ow! Yeah. Yeah. Shut up. You shut up a bit now. <laughs> <laughs> really, theater of the mind. But anyway, I would never pick that up because even though I know it has no CO two cartridges in it, it won't fire. Right. I know this. You still treat it as you still. I still wouldn't sit there and hold it up right. and aim it at you like that because you don't do that. Even though it's just a BB right. gun, that thing at this range would probably hurt a little bit. Well, now when you um, talked about this on the show, I don't remember because I don't really listen to the show since I'm not on it. <laughs> Some <laughs> bitch. Um, <laughs> motherfucker. I. I, I <laughs> oh shit! See, you see what you made me do? You sucking. I, Suck my presidential cock, bitch. That's what I got to say about it. I um. <laughs> anyways, when you when you talked about it, did you did you mention the the? Uh, he really doesn't listen. That's why he's asking this question. The 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 so called um, theory behind it. Behind the shooting. Not not. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about not what because- supposedly was said. On set, so it was. Rumored. I think I did. I don't know if I did or if we had talked about okay. it, but so it was rumored, and it'll be interesting because we're talking about a movie studio. We're talking about even a TV show. If Russ is a movie TV show, yeah, I'm I think it's a movie. It's supposed to be a movie. Okay. Um, but you're on a set, which is a sound stage. Which well, this was actually is. in a church out in the Me- New Mexico desert. Okay, well, there's so. still cameras, there's right, still right, microphones, right, 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 right. there's still yeah. It's not that it was just a movie. yeah, yeah. 
So, anyways, it's it's been rumored to say that apparently the director wanted them to run a scene again. Uh, this chat. Oh yeah, Baldwin's yeah, I remember ass. that. Yeah, we talked about. It. I know. I don't think I ever brought okay. it up on the show. Uh, and again, you know, this you know is how my legend. memory is. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's Who shorter are you, than by your. The way? Um, anyways, never mind. Um, Who let you in this house? <laughs> um, but it was rumored that that he was on the set. They had ran the scene. Uh, and apparently the director wanted to run the scene again. And he was like, you run it again. Or... Yeah, he was pissed off about it, the fact. And I guess they kind of got it into a heated debate. And I believe the words rumored for him to have said was, I'll shoot, I'll, I'll, I will shoot you, I will kill you, or something of that, right. to that effect. Um, now, this is rumored. We don't know rumored. this for no, facts. No, so. no, 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 no. This was rumored, which again... Right. If did take well, place, I, I will say this about that. I would say there is an audio clip somewhere right. of that, so and that would be very well, especially if you were going to run it again, right? You know, sound was at least probably running, but not to mention the fact that we all know how this motherfucker is in real life. Yes, Alec Baldwin. Yes. I mean, he seems all happy-go-lucky, loving no, guy. Yeah, on when he's making fun of Trump on SNL and the movies he does, and he's all like, "Hey, da da da." Yeah. But you've heard plenty of situations on TMZ and whatever where he's gotten arguments with people in traffic and he's gotten out of his car right. on fucking people because he's fucking Alec Baldwin. One of these days, he's going to jump out the car on the wrong motherfucker and they're going to pound his ass to the ground. Right. You know, but... Well, nevertheless, he, he's, he, he is such a good person that I don't think any of his brothers even really well, well, was have it much to do with Stephen or I think it's Stephen. That can't stand him. Yeah. Like, is constantly bashing his ass on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, and he's the one that started the bullshit. I say bullshit, but the stuff about him, you know, gun wanna, gun discipline, you know, doesn't well, matter. And it's true. I mean, from from the rumors that you're hearing of of the uh, the production crew and stuff like that, no one likes him. He's right. an, he's since he's financially responsible for the movie, he's probably even more stressed than he would be if he was just the star of the movie, right? And uh, I guess they were having issues with, um, much like everyone else, not being able to get people, not so much actors or whatever, but the other Production things, crew. yeah. Right. And uh, was probably stressing them out, was costing them more money. Um, so you had a bunch of different things. Plus, he's acting like an asshole, and then you have these situations. Well, Who's to say? I mean, one of the rumors is, is I don't recall the girl's name, but whoever the, uh, the armorer was... Mm-hmm. You know, rumor has it, well, maybe she, I, I don't believe this would be true, and I'll tell you why after I'm done with what I'm about to say, but rumor has it, well, maybe they're so pissed off at him, they loaded the gun. But then I also had heard, I, that's kind of far-fetched, I get right. it. I could see your face that mm. that was far-fetched, mm. and I, I feel it. <laughs> but I I was the same way. That would be kind of obvious. Yeah, here's a gun. It's right. not loaded. That's fine. Yeah, no, no, no. That's <laughs> oh, shit, it was loaded. My bad. <laughs> But I had heard that the day before that particular scene, they had rehearsed it like the day before, left the gun there. Okay, cut. We're going home for the day. Then the next day, okay, pick it up where we left off. And he picked up the gun and shot the person. No one actually checked the gun. And well, then they, the rumor was it was an actual gun. It wasn't a prop gun. It wasn't a fake gun. Right. They were using it for uh, target practices uh, and uh, shit. Well, a lot of movie sets actually use real guns right. they use blank rounds right like um, this one right here see see how this is a blank i'm putting it in hmm. Hmm. what why are you pointing that at me? <laughs> it's a blank um, don't worry about it um 
No, well, and here's my question, and and maybe you can answer this. See? And he's still... Chris? <laughs> and so concludes the show today, folks. I'll, I'll see you later. <laughs> um, but maybe you can answer this question. Why the hell... Or what has he given an explanation? Uh, admittedly, I have not followed the story very much, but has he given an explanation to why he was pointing a firearm in a movie set at a person that was not in the scene, that was not the actor, was not had well, nothing to do with the movie other than she was the uh, cinematographer, right, and the director? So my understanding is he shot her and grazed the director or slightly it wounded. Was thrown or, through. So he, he was be- he was behind her, okay. The Hutchins um, lady. Mm-hmm. So the initial reasoning that I had heard, okay. was he wanted her dead. No, gotcha. That um, gotcha. so she was the um, what the hell was her title? Some sig- Cin- cinematographer. That word, mm-hmm. and he's the director. Mm-hmm. So the job of her, of her. So from what I heard was. In the scene, he was supposed to be pointing the gun at whomever. Okay. But you, he wasn't actually pointing the gun at whomever. He was pointing at the camera. Right. Well, she was right off camera. Okay. The director was right behind her. So is his aim so bad that he can't even point the gun straight at the camera? That well, it's... I don't think it was supposed to be on dead so on it was, camera. It was supposed to be kind of like off here, fire. right. Okay. And then, I guess, pulled the trigger, and it was supposed to, I'm assuming, the way movies are nowadays, they would have CGI'd everything else in but even if that's the case if 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 that is the true story why would you need a real gun in that case in in that particular instance you don't need the they the prop guns look just as real as the the real guns i don't know and as far as the firing mechanisms and whatever you can cgi that in nowadays unless he was too cheap to do that now has that story changed I to, like I said, I'm telling you, I haven't heard shit about this since this trial right here started. the The Alec Baldwin story has kind of gone away hmm. until in, well around. until today. Yeah, they're coming back around to you when Don't he worry. admitted he killed. No, um, so yeah, he's being sued. Oh, by um, so Gloria Allred, um, if you know who she is, because right. I I don't right no she's Miss, <laughs> Miss, Miss Allred. Do you? Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. Mrs. All right. Miss, oh, okay. But she is it weird that she has red hair and all red? I wonder if it's all red. <laughs> you know what? Oh, come on, man. Hello. Uh, Where are you going? The jokes haven't got better. <laughs> Shit. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> At least I could. No, never mind. Go ahead. Tell the jokes. I couldn't <laughs> tell them before because then it looks stupid. I'm here by myself. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> anyway, so Gloria Allred. I know I've heard the name before, right? Mm-hmm. So, I assuming she's one of these lawyers that sues people a lot for whatever reason. I know I've heard her name here and there. That's not important, but nonetheless, it's nice she got a schmuck to this. The person is <laughs> I don't want to per- mispronounce the girl's name wrong, but this is how it's spelled. Her first name is M A M I E. Mammy. 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 Well, I wasn't gonna go. Mammy, I'm coming to see. <laughs> I wasn't going there. There. Oh. Why are you putting your blackface on? Come on, man. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mammy Mitchell is haunted and too traumatized to return to work after 40 years in show business. Her 
Lawsuit claims Baldwin went off script when he accidentally shot and killed Hutchins. As the script supervisor, this Mitchell. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I want to. I want to. I'm sorry. Uh, real quick, read that part again. As the script, no. Uh, <laughs> so uh, her lawsuit claims that Baldwin went off script. Okay. Went off act. script. Right. So that right there tells me kind of whatever scene back to what you had said mm-hmm. about the I'll shoot you, shoot mm-hmm. you, whatever he mm-hmm. said. So that was not a uh, in the in, scene. That was not in the scene. Because this lady here is this as the script supervisor. Mitchell was standing near Hutchins, the lady that was shot, when the shooting happened. She spoke out publicly for the first time Wednesday. Mm. So she says, "I will never forget what happened on the set of Russ that day. I relived the shooting and sound of the explosion from the gun over and over again. I'm depressed. I don't feel safe. I feel that at any moment." Anything can happen to me. Now, I'll say this about that. So she says she's been in the business 40 years. Let's assume her age because it doesn't give it 60-ish. She's probably in her 60s. Right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think she sees this as a payday. Thus, the reason she's got Gloria all red. I'm not saying she's not a little freaked out, but now all of a sudden you're depressed. You don't feel safe. I mean, not for nothing. Well, but it's not like you were at the Circle K and, and it got robbed and people got shot yeah, and you're freaking also, out. I, it was I, Alec Baldwin. I don't I'm, see him going around rampaging and killing a bunch of people yet. <laughs> More. To be continued? To be continued. Okay. Um, no, um, I will say this, and, and it's not defending what, you know, you could be 100% right, but you also have to realize we're talking about Hollywood, uh, elite celebrities. You know, these people have lived kind of sheltered lives, I would say. Like, they've been in this business for a while, so they're not really right w- with reality, so to speak. Right. So I'm not saying that well, her plus, mental state plus, probably isn't there. I don't know what a script supervisor gets paid. You know, I, I, I don't either, but I would say she probably makes more than me or you. Oh, I'm sure. But, so, but probably she, both probably, put together. she probably spends more than me and you, too. And, well, and she's probably thinking, I'm getting old, and this is a way to retire. Again, I'm not saying you're not wrong. Right. I'm just saying that these people that live uh, out... I mean, these people. Uh, um, the mammies of the world? They're racist, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm well, talking let, about let me, Hollywood. Let me, let me read this here. So according to discussions before the scene was filmed, it called for three three tight shots of, of Baldwin. So not shots from the shotgun, but from the camera. Mm-hmm. One on his eyes. I needed a big camera. So there, here's, what, here, well, here's what it is. <laughs> here's what we were talking about when you said what he couldn't aim at the camera. So he had three shots on him. Okay. So he had one on his eyes, okay. uh, one on his, one on a blood stain on his shoulder, and one on his torso as he big, pulled the gun from camera. the. That was the biggest camera. Fish eye lens. Zoom out. <laughs> uh, as he pulled the gun from his holster, the suit says. Okay. And it it alleges Baldwin violated protocol by not checking the gun more carefully. This is. From Gloria Allred, she says, Mr. Baldwin chose to play Russian roulette when he fired the gun without checking it and without having an armorer do so in his presence. Mm. So he's saying that the armorer told him it was was all clear, but but like for culpability, that'd be like you handing me a gun saying, oh, it's empty, don't worry about it. Oh, okay, cool. (laughs) Oh, shit, there was one left. That's where, you know, you've bought a gun and one time or another, you know, um, the ones you lost in that boating accident. Yeah. Damn mm-hmm. it. Damn it. But, you know, when you go to a gun shop and they show you gun, they don't just hand, even even though you know the shit's not loaded, they know it's not loaded. Right. They still pull it out of the case 
drop the mag if it, you know if it's a magazine fed gun handgun whatever it is clear the chamber and and leave it open mm-hmm. and then they show it to you that it's open they don't even just just hand you a fucking gun right you know and we the one place in particular we you know we go there quite frequently they that's their protocol they do that with everybody mm-hmm. um and you should expect that to and, be done and and even in such cases which they hand you the firearm without a magazine in it with the chamber being cleared with it being open you still treat that firearm as like if it's it loaded. loaded even though you know it's not even though you're physically looking at it seeing that it's not you still treat it yeah as you don't loaded. sit there and be like well i know it's empty you know it's empty but i'm gonna point it at you anyway it's just it's just you don't do that right right so anyway i, I it's very interesting but where we like to go and mm these instances Mm -hmm. is when this first happened right we started hearing rubble rubblings (laughs) rubblings rubblings (laughs) rumblings you wouldn't be referring to the ruble the rublings Mm, she is from russia we are the number two podcast in russia yes um true story number two in russia yeah well i don't want to talk about i mean yeah you know hey I think about almost a twenty um, down, almost a twenty downloads. I'll take it. Humble brag. Humble brag. Whatever. Whatever. Anyway, um, I'll write that down. Okay. Um, so <laughs> what we like to do here at D Tom, I sp- I like to do this especially when Chris is around. So, you ready? <laughs> no. <laughs> Look at it. See, see where this move my boat. Here it is. Okay. So what we like to talk about is. <laughs> this is going to be outstretched. I'll. I'm a preference. <laughs> Don't. You, no. Doesn't stretch very far. I know. Wait. <laughs> no. What? But we we jumped to these conclusions, or not even conclusion, but these stories because this is this is what we do. This is what we do. This and is who we are. so we we sit here and we'll say, okay, Alec Baldwin. We all know who he is, mm-hmm. but who is he friends with? So we know he's friends with. Bill and Killary, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Hillary. Mm-hmm. Killary. Killary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey. Um, hey, Bill, what's up? Hey, how's it going, PC, uh, CK1? How's it going, buddy? I haven't seen you in a while. Yeah. How you been? Oh, I'm just killing time. <laughs> oh, batch, batch, too soon? <laughs> too soon. Oh, sorry. Too soon. <laughs> anyway, um, so we're like, okay, connections. Okay, so uh, Helena Hutchinson's husband... Okay. Okay. Is this guy. Mm-hmm. Who did this thing. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Right. His name is Matthew. That's it. That's all I got. Don't have a last name? I do. I keep on getting fucking shit popping up. Matthew Hutchins. <laughs> they were married. <laughs> Shocking, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, not to go into detail about him, because it's kind of, eh. So I we were we we're curious. Okay, I wonder who his husband is. So we looked it up. Who's his husband? Matthew Hutchins, or her husband. Mm-hmm. So um, he is an attorney mm-hmm. in L.A. with the firm Latham and Watkins. Latham and Watkins. Right. Okay. So okay, what does that got to do with the price of tea in China? Um, nothing. No. So I googled or I looked up Latham and Watkins. Okay. Okay, so it's American multinational law firm, founded in 1934 in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. It is the second largest law firm in the world by revenue. 
Really? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Latham is one of the most profitable law firms in the world with profits per partner exceeding $4.5 million. Wow. Wow. But anyway, that's not really important. Okay. So back in 34, blah, 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 blah. Mm. Right? So you right. see where I so, went with yeah, that, right? So it all, it all just has together. All comes right together. Yeah. I see. So notable, notable attorneys. Mm-hmm. Dana Latham, Dana Latham, one of the founders. Okay. Or I, I'm assuming this Dana Latham is probably the daughter of, of the founder. I, I would hope. Uh, you know what her current job is? Um, no. Gay sex. Oh. <laughs> uh, she would be the commissioner of the IRS. Yes. Or she was. I, notable attorneys. I'm sorry. It is dates. So back in back in seventy four, she was the the uh, head of the IRS. Wow. Interesting. Seventy four. So that'd been Carter. Mm. So some of these other names don't really stick out in my head. Okay. Uh, Catherine Rummier, 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 Rummier mm. some of that. <laughs> uh, she was the White House Counsel. Some, something like that. R U E M M I E R. Oh, her. Yeah. 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 Rummier. Yeah. Rummier? Rummier. What about Beerier? Oh. oh could be and that show. brings us to today's sponsor. Oh. <laughs> that brings us to the. I didn't even bring up the sponsor. I didn't bring any. I'm so happy to see you here. I didn't even talk about redcon1.com. Anyway, you like to tell, right? Sort of. Anyway, I just want to point out the fact that he waited to get all the sponsors until after uh, I took my hiatus from the show. They came when you left. Oh. <laughs> now that Hank's gone, what do you think? I said, well, you know, he might come back. And I said, uh, I told him, I said, uh, don't come. He said, I'm going to come. Come on, man. Anyway. Back to serious stuff. Okay, so Catherine Rummier, Rummer, White House Counsel to President Barack Hussein Obama, hmm. and a federal prosecutor of the trials of Enron executives Ken Lay and Jeffrey Skilling. Skilling, yes. Uh, also, she was in a porn. No, I'm joking. Uh, but anyway, the connection here to uh, this, what is it called, Latham and Watkins, is this. Okay, so they, they've obviously had representation in, in some Democratic, of the Democratic White Houses. Mm-hmm. None, now, I will say this, none of them appear to have worked for the Clintons in that aspect. Okay. But they also are the attorney to one Michael Sussman. Who was just recently indicted by John Durham, right? Mm-hmm. So where we reach around, wait, no, that's it's not hard. It's, uh, where we reach around. No, I don't want to use it like that, do I? No. Okay, <laughs> where we reach. Period. On the subject is. So, where the conspiracy aspect of what we talk about, this is what we do, you and I, Mm -hmm. is, so what if, what if... Now, is the um, Latham and Watkins Watkins law firm 
uh, also being um, indicted, investigated? I, it, I don't know, but why not? Because it's not like they're representing Sussman because of the of that. They're his attorney. Like weird. I'm an attorney, but I have an attorney. I guess I, you know. I guess I say anyone that represents himself has a full for a lawyer, right? So I guess whatever. But it is interesting. So I had talked about on the show titled "Suspend Suicide Watch." Go check it out. Um, where how long will it be before someone talks? Okay, this was before. Uh, shit, what's his name? I Ivan? No, Igor. Uh, Dostchenko. There you go. Mm-hmm. Before he got. Uh, pulled in a couple of weeks ago. Surely these guys are going to start talking. So the rumor we that we had talked about was this was prior to Danchenko being being arrested or whatever, indicted. Uh you know, when the Sussman gonna kill himself, quote unquote, right? Mm-hmm. Uh so what if this is where our what if falls into play. So what if the Clintons or or whoever in the organization, because I like to refer to them as a as a criminal crime family, an organization, as it were. Uh, I mean, is Alec Baldwin a hitman? Like, uh, but I, is he more in the lines of uh, Lee Harvey Oswald, a patsy, or who also was an actor, by the way? Hmm. Along with, uh, wasn't John Wilkes Booth mm-hmm. also an actor? That's why I posted that meme said, never trust an actor with a gun. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not saying he was contracted to do the killing. But what if someone, what if the armor, what if someone in the set mix it set it up for this to happen? Because the day before this incident, the husband and wife, so the the Hutchinsons and the Baldwins, had dinner the night before this happened. And it was quoted that Alec Baldwin said, shut the fuck up or I'm going to kill your... No, he didn't say that. (laughs) But one could wonder what was said. We don't know what was said. I'm just... We're spitballing. We're assuming this is the portion of the show that we talk about conspiracy theories. So... Our president was already anally probed, so we won't have to go into that part of it. I I would be curious to know... um, because from from the testimony or from the statement being given by uh, Mrs. Allred, um, it sounds like nothing out of the sort happened on the set other than the fact that he did not check the firearm. Right. He did not follow protocol. Right. There's a lot of things about the gun was used for so, target practices and right. whatever. But So maybe it's commonplace for him to have a target to focus on for the scene. Right. And so maybe it's the cinematographer's job to say... Aim it at me. Aim it, yeah, aim it at me. I'm going to be just off camera. So that gives us the perfect angle. Because that's the job of the cinematographer. You're yeah, trying to get, get the, the angles scenes, and angles, the, right. everything's you know right. So um, could be. Could be. That, yeah, so like... And they the, knew that in the scene he was going to pull the trigger. It was supposed to be a blank. Right, but in but not thinking anything about that, may, what if? That's what I'm saying. That's what if they had dinner, and it was brought up. Hey, you know your client Michael Sussman. He needs to keep quiet. You know what? I I mean, it's a stretch. Well, I, I know. I, I I would say, and I'm just I'm just trying to think logically. You wouldn't want the person 
pulling the trigger to have any idea that that's what they were doing. Right. I, I would say unless he's unless unless he's just that fucking nuts. yeah he's just that fucking ballsy. But like I'll kill the bitch if yeah, you don't. I I don't think. So. I would say it would be a situation if. Let's just go down that road. If that was the case, and that's what they were looking at doing, is saying this is kind of a a uh, I've never seen The Godfather, but I'm going to use a thing. This is kind of the horse head in the bed type right. situation. Um, we're going to kill your wife, so you either shut the you fuck co- up. Yeah, either you cooperate or she's going to be dead. Right. Or, but or the, the only problem, the only problem with that is if you have dinner with the person today, you you're not going to give them a day to. That, that's why I'm saying. Yeah, so so I, I don't see anything. It, I mean, the dinner. The, the dinner could. I'm just trying it, to connect some dots. But the dinner could have just been. They went out to dinner. Right. But behind the scenes, the 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 uh, dark cloud, if it were, might have had nothing to do with Alec Baldwin per se or the girl per se, but to send a message to the husband. You you need. To, and Alec Baldwin's just a innocent. Well. I mean, somewhat innocent. Yeah, I mean, he may have been... Fr- I'm just playing devil's advocate. He could be framed. He could be whatever. Ultimately, the job that, that, that they in the conspiracy got done. Right. You know, I've told people before, and we've talked about it, the uh, Clinton body count. It's a thing. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know that her name has made the list yet, but it does make it interesting that this person's husband just so happens to work for the law firm that just so happens to be representing the guy that just got indicted from the Durham investigation right. on Hillary Clinton's Russian bullshit. Well, I'm just saying there's I know a, there's a lot of there's a lot of that, that's a lot of that's a lot of hoops to jump through so yeah. to speak, but I've told you as I've told you well, many times before. Well, that's less than before, 6 degrees of separation. As I've told you many times before, there are no coincidences. Right. And well, and what's the thing? They always talk about 6 degrees of separation, right? So this person, that person, this person, right? So we know that this is the wife of the husband that is, works for the law firm that's representing the man. So you're only talking like four or five degrees of separation. Uh, yeah, it's a stretch, but it is interesting. Right. Hmm. What? Hmm. what you and I know you've got more. You've got more of those connections uh, coming up in a future show. I'll be interested to to hear those. Yeah, it'd be really nice. Um. Uh, we're probably going to get close to here to wrapping it up unless Clayton there's something else you want to talk about. Well, we were going to talk about uh, our beloved governor, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, real quick before we get on to, to Ronnie Double D. And when I say Double D, I mean it's because he's packing uh, some balls s- for days. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Uh, I, um, well, yes. So this was a tweet from Jack Murphy. Um, so he's asking the question, so if the shooting... And he's referring to the Rittenhouse um, trial. If the shooting was in self-defense, does that mean bicep guy can now be charged with assault, attempted murder, or something similar? <laughs> because he did stand on the stand. Even though he's gone on these uh, other, uh, the media circus. circus, right? And, and he, I, I know he's been on MSNBC, and he's been on CNN, and he's been on The View, and he's been on all these other shows. And they've asked him, well, so did you point your gun? And he's, no, oh, no, no. Really? Because, here, let me play the video where you, under oath, in a courtroom, uh, said you did. I'm not under oath on the, the Good Morning America, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> so I think that ought to be the uh, the consummate thing, is every time he tells that fucking lie, 
I think it ought to be play that play that. Maybe player. I'll maybe I'll reach out and see if he wants to come to D time. Oh man, we're all about it, man. Can you want to come on? But the that show? would be very interesting, wouldn't it? Because we 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 posited this question, you know, um, he's he probably had a plea agreement with the prosecutors, so they right. probably weren't going to charge him or whatever. But yeah, I, I wonder assume. if that plea agreement was dependent on getting a guilty verdict. Mm, I guess we'll find out. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. just tweeted out: "The Rittenhouse jury just gave Biden his second colonoscopy of the day." <laughs> yes, he's so he's a national treasure. <sighs> Who? <laughs> DTJ. Facebook declared declared Kyle Rittenhouse a mass murderer. Mm. Pasopic Mm -hmm. tweeted that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm telling you, this kid, uh, Tim Poole just tweeted out, how do we raise money for Kyle Rittenhouse uh, (laughs) defamation fund? I don't think that's going to be a problem. Mm. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think he's going to have to raise money. I think you're going to have lawyers lining up, taking that shit uh, on. If I was him, quid pro quo. If I was him, I'd be getting the same lawyer that uh, uh, Sandman, yeah, yeah, get from uh, Covington. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And this kid's going to be, he's going to be all right. I've heard a lot of people say, "Oh man, his life's ruined." No matter how this comes out, his his life is going to be ruined because of the. People are gonna know who he is. I'm like, he's gonna be all right because he's gonna sue the fuck out. If he's got any kind of cojones, which I want to believe he does, he pulled the trigger a few times. It, it takes balls to pull a trigger of a gun on a person, uh, whether they're beating your ass or not. Uh, he's gonna sue. I think the mom kind of set that precedent when she uh, was on the doing her news rounds the other day, talking about how the president and MSNBC and CNN and all these different people defamed her son. So, right. Okay. So, on to a couple of COVID things, real quick. So, we talked about this where the, you know, this isn't breaking news. We've talked, I've talked about it, I think, last two shows. I brought up how the, the court ordered uh, OSHA to not enforce business VAX requirements, right? So, it's nothing new there. But the Justice Department is planning on fighting back. So, I don't know if they're going to keep going to court. Over this, but then uh, in the state of Washington, for our Washington listeners out there, you're, I almost said the word. Mm. I almost said it. I almost said it. Mm. I won't because I don't want to offend anybody that might be listening to this show, but your cuck-ass governor, I guess a better word, right, out there, what's his name, Jay Inslee? Jay Inslee. Said Thursday at a press conference that Washington will follow OSHA's criteria so wait, OSHA backed off the mandate. Does that mean they're not following it anymore? <laughs> hmm. If anyone had a hair on their ass, they'd ask them that question, right? Mm. Vaccine mandate pending court challenges. So it's interesting. We have, I've. It's not any surprise. People that know you and I know us. They know who we work for and where we work. People that don't know us, they just know us through the show. Uh, know that you and I work for the same company. I don't like to talk about where we work because it's none of your damn business. Mm. But interestingly enough, we get a a mass uh, text out just a little while ago while we're sitting here getting ready to record saying that the company we work for is requiring us to go get vaccinated. No. To, uh, what, was it, what did it say, turn in? They're, they're trying to collect everyone's, all their employees' vaccination status vaccination or whatever. Status. And I'm like, that takes some balls to, uh, to, especially in the state of 
the I'm sorry, the free state of Florida. I I would assume the company we work for is not just a Florida company, so I'm going to assume that was a mass text throughout the country. I would say. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays. I don't give a shit. I'll tell them. I'll tell them that I'm not, and I'm not going to be, and you can go suck it because you know why? Because my governor and future president of these United States yesterday, he was joined by the Florida Speaker of the House, Chris Sprawls, and Senate President Wilton Simpson. And where where was he? Uh, in the great city, just just uh, west of where we're at in, in lovely Florida here. Maybe we should, let, let's go. He, he was in, he was in, uh, God, where was he at? I know I read it somewhere. Some, it's something, I've heard it a lot where lately. Where have I heard it? Um, was it, was it? No, 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 it was Brandon. This is, this is how our governor gets down. So he signed the bill <laughs> in Brandon, Florida. Coincidence? Yeah. That's how no that's how he gets down. There are no points. Right. So uh, he was at Brandon, uh, just out, located outside of Tampa, to sign the legislation that would pr- protect Floridians from losing their jobs due to COVID-19 vaccine mandates and protect parents' rights to make health care decisions for students. Uh, Sugarwater. The bills passed through special session, Florida legislator, uh, yeah, and are effective upon the governor's signature, which he signed immediately. In Florida, effective immediately, not tomorrow, not next month, not the beginning of the year. Private employer COVID-19 vaccine mandates are prohibited. And I discussed this on the last show. Private employer is anybody that you work for that is not the government. Doesn't matter how big, how small, if it's Walmart, if it's Publix, if it's Walgreens, wherever you work, if it's the mom and pop shop on the corner, they're all considered a private employer. Employees can choose from a number of exemptions, including but not limited to health or religious concerns, pregnancy, which is you, right? You're planning on having a baby, aren't you? Mm. No? Uh, Lord willing, no. (laughs) Or anticipated future pregnancies and past recovery from COVID-19, sugar water, Mm -hmm. employees can uh, choose to opt for periodic testing or PPE. I'm sorry. There was a break in the sentence there. I was like, they can piss on me? As an exemption, employers also must cover the cost of testing and the PPE exemptions for employees, which means that what they really shouldn't break it right i know it's weird it's like (laughs) ppe it's weird or i could just read it like that pp because it's p p e p p anyway i'm 12 i'm sorry i'm just excited to have you back here buddy um it's interesting because okay so like someone like myself who has had covid Mm -hmm. and everyone knows this i don't care Mm -hmm. so there you go there's one for me Mm mm-hmm uh, religious, hello, I'm a freaking reverend, and thou shalt not get vaccinated. It's in the fucking Bible. Oh, uh, freaking Bible. No. Mm, eh. Yeah. What are you going to do? <clears throat> uh, <laughs> but the, the the funny thing is, is that what were we told in the OSHA mandate? That you can opt out 
of the vaccine by submitting to weekly, weekly testing, testing mm -hmm. right? This is opt out for periodic testing or PPE as an exemption, which means that if you opt out to not get the vaccine, mm -hmm. I'll just wear my mask. Mm -hmm. Well, no, you got to get tested. Uh, not according to Ronnie Double D DeSantis. Uh, I don't. AstraZeneca Agua. Mm -hmm. Or the other one. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. uh, employers who violate these employees' mm -hmm. health this, protections. This is where it gets good. Yeah. Will be fined. Small businesses. Mm -hmm. small, Have another. Yeah. Small businesses, 99 employees or less, will face a 10000 per employee violation. Mm-hmm. Medium to big businesses will face a fifty thousand. So, you think about it. You know, say Walmart for example. I don't know how many WalMarts are in the state of Florida, but let's just say there's five hundred. I don't know. <laughs> if two people per store say "fuck you" and they try to force the issue, so that's a hundred thousand dollars. So you're talking five million dollars. That's one state. You know. Multiply that by fifty states by you know, and that's well, just assuming there's one or two people. Well, that that is according to the state of Florida. Well, okay, yeah. So I'm sorry, you're right. So in the state of Florida, but still, Walmart is five million isn't that much money, but it's a lot of money. It's money that they ain't gonna be like, and eh, Florida, you do okay. you. That on top of the fact that they're probably already having personnel issues. On well, yeah, because I that, I talked about that because right. when he when he poopy pants McGee said, we're going to do this effective January 4th. Well, what the fuck does that got to do with the price? You know, if it's an emergency, and I think Rand Paul said this, if it's an emergency, why wouldn't you do it now? Right. If, if, if you're coming out September prices. 9th and saying, we need to do this, blah, 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 right. uh, January 4th. <laughs> right. I mean, granted, not everyone's vaccinated, so that'd be like September 9th, everyone needs to be vaccinated. Well, obviously, like say you and I, for example, aren't vaccinated, we're not going to be able to be vaccinated September 9th if today's September 9th, right? Right. But it would probably be a situation where you have, you know, three weeks to get vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which now Fauci's coming out. I just saw this came out yesterday saying f full vaccination for you to be considered fully vaccinated is three shots now. So if you get the whatever you get. And then the second it, and then the booster. Right. Yeah, see, I, I was telling you earlier that, that someone had actually called out and said, you know, that it's got to be pretty ballsy of these people to try to convince people that haven't gotten the first shot that the first shot is really needed because it's really effective as they try to convince the person that's already received two shots that they need a third shot to help uh, increase their whatever. Right. It's like, well... It, as you know, as a person that hasn't taken the first one, right? How are you trying to convince them that they really need that first one because it's so effective? But well, th but th we're offering the third one, and now there's even talk of a fourth, right? Because, like I've said this time and time again, it's not a fucking vaccine. It's not. I said I think it was the last show I talked about this. I said. I never remember having to get the fucking uh, rubella vaccine every couple of weeks or the, the polio vaccine. You know, people don't run around sneezing on somebody. Oh, shit, I got polio now because you sneezed on me. I got the vaccine. That <laughs> oh, I got polio. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh. oh, too soon? Too soon. The FDR joke? Too, too, too soon. soon. Too soon. But you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a vaccine. Now, they've 
I mean, technically, yes, because they changed the fucking definition. So I guess technically, yes, it is a vaccine. But you know what else is by their definition? Aspirin. Sweet. So I'm taking the vaccine. You're then. vaccinated. I vaccinate <laughs> 20 times a day. Oh. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like just because you want to change the fucking definition of a word to fit your narrative doesn't mean it's the thing to do. But anyway, this is this is why the people that are listening to this that live in the state of Florida, you guys know, okay? But all the other states and the 20 other countries that, that I'm heard in, uh, Florida, I'm not saying Florida is the only state, obviously. You saw the thing, uh, what was it, Tennessee? Or was what was it? Ten- Tennessee? Tennessee, right. Mm-hmm. They did. They just did something about stuff. <laughs> they, did, they did stuff, yeah. Maybe it was on TV when we were getting ready. Yeah. About lifted, the lifted all their oh did they yeah I think in Nashville or whatever oh like, nice nice but uh but nonetheless so I mean Florida's not on the island here there are states that are doing Texas and whatnot but the like we have a lot of downloads in New York and California right so I'm just saying because we work for a company that's that's worldwide but in the state of Florida they can't touch us um, government entities. This is what I'm curious about. Government entities may not require COVID-19 vaccinations of anyone, including employees. So I don't know if that's state government or federal government in the state of Florida. I don't know. I don't think their outreach can stop the post office or whatever from or the. Well, but the post office was exempt. Well, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But I'm just using them as an example for a federal situation. But they can't require us to get vaccinated, then educational institutions may not require students to get vaccinated. Mm-mm. So that's mm-hmm. that includes colleges because you've heard mm-hmm. different colleges saying you've got to be vaccinated. Well, not in the state of Florida. School districts may not have school face mask policy and uh, or quarantine healthy students. So I'm just saying, uh, DeSantis at Brandon, he was at Brandon Honda Honda dealership in Brandon. Brandon uh, had this to say. say, hey, these local governments wanted to lock down businesses. They wanted to force mandates. They wanted to keep the kids locked out of school. Yeah, you're damn right I overruled them on that. And the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, you, you don't have right to, you don't have the right to do wrong. And if I had not stepped in last year and made sure that these local governments couldn't lock you down, couldn't mandate, we, get, we, we wouldn't let them fine. We had kids in school last year because of me, not because of that. There you go. That's our governor and your future president. <laughs> Maybe not in 24, but to come. Right. I, I feel like. I don't want him to leave. I mean, we can still get him. He'll... I don't want him to leave. Don't leave. <laughs> well, and we've talked about before, I know, the fact that he is more important to the state of Florida um, for us. Selfish reasons. I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry the rest of the country. But well, for selfish reasons, as we're seeing with Biden, the president can only do so much. Right. This is a perfect example of why it's it's important to have a strong governor. Right. More so... Than a well, strong president, a, a strong governor, a strong mayor, a strong right. city council. Yeah, and I've said that time and time again. People dismiss local elections so much compared to presidential. We have right. to vote for president. We have to vote for senators right. and congressmen. And I'm not saying you don't 
Right. But these local elections affect you more right. than the biggest thing that's affecting us in a, as a whole throughout the country, as far as Biden's concerned, are is the inflation numbers, the gas prices, the prices at the grocery stores and whatnot. Uh, your governor, you know, DeSantis or whoever your governor is, has no control over that. Although our governor is trying to help everybody have a Christmas again by making sure the ships are getting unloaded. Again, sugar water. Mm. <laughs> but point being is when it comes to these things, and it can work against you because you could have a governor like Inslee in, in uh, Washington that's like, I don't give a shit. We're going ahead with it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So those people that live in Washington, not everybody there's, you know, a blue cuckold that wants to be vaccinated. Because, like we've said time and time again, if you want to get vaccinated, go get vaccinated. Nobody's stopping you. You know. And at this point in November, the vaccines have been out for what nine months. If uh, as I've said before, whoever wanted to get the vaccine got it has gotten it right. And they've gotten their second shot and, their, and possibly their third shot. My right. son's boss isn't an old man. I mean, he's probably a little older than me. He's probably in his 50s, if I had to guess. Um, he's tripled up. Okay. You know, and, and that's fine. Him. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It, he's he's so, um, I don't know the word I want to use, but he's so media scared, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. that he's letting the talking heads on TV, and obviously not the channel that I have it on, convince him that this is what he needs to do instead of talking to his doctor professional right right Mm -hmm. and i've said this time and time again if you go to your local pharmacy whether it's a Publix or a walmart or walgreens cvs whatever or your mom and pop pharmacist they don't give a shit if you want the shot here you go because every needle they stick in an arm they make money on right so the more they stick the more they make they don't care about your medical prowess or what your issues are they don't care you know right that's why you go to your doctor and see if it's right for you. Right. And if you don't trust what your doctor's saying, then don't get the fucking shot. <laughs> but if you want to get a, a second opinion of a professional level, talk to that him or her about it and see what they have to say. Right. And I've said that time and time again. Right. I'll stick by it. But like in your situation where you're going to get the vaccine when you leave here, right? I, I do have my appointment scheduled for <laughs> What? <laughs> JK. But you have a family member who was who was given a choice, essentially, mm-hmm. where where, you know, they had to not that they were going to get fired, mm-hmm. but they were going to lose their job as a supervisor mm-hmm. if they didn't get the vaccine. Now, personally I don't know what kind of money difference we're talking about, but I might be like, oh well, less responsibility. Well, uh, and I will say that that also came out or or happened. Prior. Well, that was a couple months ago initially. Well, yeah, but the, it also it, 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 before the OSHA uh, rescinded their mandate or whatever, right. and they started kind of well because they initially stuff. spoke to them about it. What over the uh, summer, right? Right, but yeah, and I, but I think the deadline date that they gave them or whatever it had to be done, but and it and <clears throat> went and, and took the shot, but then later on which was this week, later on in the week, then you had OSHA actually backing right. off the and mandate. And oh, so now it's like, yeah, it's like... Man, well, damage has been done, you know? You're already going to hell. Oh. Yeah. Um, what? Whoa. <laughs> no. That's a show for another day. But, uh, yeah, it's a shame. I, I personally believe that 
if you work for a company like when when Poopy Pants McGee came out on September 9th and started saying what he said, I had people in our line of work that we deal with come to me like, oh, and like there's one guy I know that you know, uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I guess I'm gonna have to quit. You know, I was like, I mean, I feel you. You know, but I wouldn't overreact yet. You know, let's wait and see how it plays out. Well, he said he ain't a fucking king, dude. He's the president. There's rules and regulations. Even he has to go through. He just can't get up on this pulpit and say. But that's what exactly what he's doing. That's what he thinks he can do. Look, um, and he's already been. This this particular instance is getting struck down. This isn't the uh, the uh, rental uh, moratorium. You know. I can't think of what it was called, but you know where they were kicking. Right, where they were. Yeah, yeah. The the um, rental. I can't think of what it's called. Well, it was the the more. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the, kicking people out yeah, of houses yeah, yeah, yeah. and eviction, yeah. eviction, eviction moratorium. Right. There you go. There's mm-hmm. the word. Yep. But it's. Uh, I guess the jurors must be leaving the courthouse, and so. But yeah. So anyway, um, it'll be interesting to see how uh, how all this plays out. I know I, the, that's the one beautiful thing about living in this state. It does seem like DeSantis. The only one thing that we, that you and I, have been wanting him to do is that constitutional carry. Just come on, get that done. But I don't think he'll be president. He'll be, <laughs> he'll be president. No, he'll be governor for. I would say at least what are we in twenty one? So at least three more years, and he'll run again in twenty two for four more years. But I guess the 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 facts remain to be seen. What happens in twenty four? Whether Trump runs. And like we've talked about it, even if Trump does run, which is still up in the air, why wouldn't he be his vice president? It's not going to be Pence. <laughs> that ain't going to be it. Right. But I don't know. We'll right. see. We'll see what happens. Um, real quick, uh, probably need to wrap up yeah. here. Um, real quick, you were talking about the media, and this I just want to point this out. Um, so, I, you know, I'm sitting here looking at all the different reactions from – whoever on Twitter about the, the Rittenhouse trial, right. understand that this is probably going to take up the, the news cycle for the next whatever, especially depending on what starts to happen tonight oh, yeah. and through the weekend. But um, somebody's bringing up a screenshot from various Twitter handles. Some of them you'll recognize, some of them you won't. Uh, Rosanna Arquette, if you know who she is, she's an actress. She has been is. in several mo- Well. <laughs> Has been in several movies. George Takai, I know you recognize that oh name. Oh, my. Uh, Muhammad uh, Safa, I have no idea who that is. He was in Lion King. Okay. Wasn't that, that Mu... That was Mufasa. Oh. Hmm. Uh, Mark Lamont Hill, I, again, I have no idea. LeVar Burton, I've heard the name. Can't really place who that is right at the moment. Well, okay, I'm not going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, okay? Wow. But not to assume... But the last couple, does it have pictures of these people? It has pictures, but they're kind of small, so oh, okay. I'm, I'm kind of, you know, whatever. I'm just Rich, saying, I'm just listening to the names. They're all people, it sounds like people of color for the most part, except for Arquette. Well, um, it, you know, Rex Chapman, who happens to be, he's a white guy, uh, former Kentucky basketball player, played in the NBA, blah, blah, blah. He had a cup of coffee there. Uh, and John Cooper. John Cooper. He's coach for the? No. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm assuming he's, he's some sort of representative of some oh. sort. Okay. Now, unless they are all just real good buddies and friends, they all managed to tweet out the exact same message. What's that? 
Uh, I want to live in a country where Colin Kaepernick is seen as a hero and Kyle Rittenhouse as a terrorist. Now, that's eight different uh, individual Twitter, Twitter handles. <laughs> uh, you say twat? Well, they're all, all twats. Um, <laughs> but those are eight individual Twitter accounts they, that all managed to tweet not only the same message, but the same grammar, the same punctuation, the same words, letters. Uh, Punctuations, capitalizations. Yes. And I would assume not any of them have anything to do with each other. No. You know, it's not like it was LeBron James and five other basketball players. I, I don't think, and I don't know this, but I don't think George Takai and Rex Chapman are going to hang out at the local. Oh, um, my. I would like might. to do that. <laughs> he can hang out with me anytime, buddy. Oh, my. But my point is this. Um. That is more, you know, we think of the mainstream media as just being CNN, MSNBC, CBS, ABC. Right. We think of that as the media. We realize that Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and those are social media handles. They have just as much impact as watching the news. They have just as much news. impact, but when we're talking about the media, we're also talking about these personalities as well. These might mm -hmm. be people that you follow for whatever reason. Right. Whether you that aren't going to be on MSNBC or whatever, right? And this is the way they get their message. This out. This is the way that they're getting their message out. Just realize, and George Takai said it. It must be true. Just realize this is the same thing. There's a certain message there that they're trying to get out. I'm not saying that these individual people put this message out, but this message is trying to get out for a reason. Well, I'll say this about that. So even if you what what is the comparison? Okay, so they said I want to live in a world where. Colin, Colin Kaepernick, Kaepernick is seen as a hero. Is seen as a hero, and the other guy is seen as a terrorist. What does that got to do with anything? Because okay, if you want to call Colin or Kyle Rittenhouse a terrorist, whatever you're wrong, but whatever. No one's called uh, Kaepernick a terrorist. They just call him a moron. No, but they were saying he's a hero for standing up for. It's, he didn't stand up for anything. Once he took again, a knee. Once. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, <laughs> I mean, right? <laughs> you like that? <laughs> but anyway, if anyone stood up for anything, it was Kyle Rittenhouse. He stood up from getting his ass whooped mm -hmm. by putting a couple bulls in some motherfuckers that deserved it. Well, Sugar water. <laughs> Dull I'm, Kyle I'm just Rittenhouse. Saying, watch, watch the personalities that you follow yeah. on the social media. You um, know what? I got a great idea. Application. All they need to do is they've got three Twitter handles that they need to follow. Okay. That's just guaranteed that okay. you're going to get everything you need to hear. The one is DTOM underscore 1775, right? Mm -hmm. The other is PCGC <laughs> underscore 1775 and... Uh, uh, the real CK10. There you go. You follow those three Twitter handles, you'll get some real information. If you're not on Twitter, go to Facebook. Do tread on America. Also... Instagram, don't tread on America. And like I said before, I got one stop shop. We got a website, don't tread on America.com. <laughs> Check them out, guys. Uh, hey, man. Great show. Yeah, good show. Glad to hey, have you back. Next time. Next time. No, shit. Maybe we can get into next the, time. the next pandemic that's coming. Mm, the next pandemic. Or maybe this is what COVID was preparing. Maybe this was the test run, huh? Mm hmm. Uh, interesting. Mm. That's what they call a teaser. <laughs> oh.
All right, guys. Um, please, if you listen to this on Apple, if you can give me a five star rating, that will. Uh, huh? Oh, sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> what? You're welcome. <laughs> uh, five star on Twi- on uh, the Apple there podcast. That'd help me out. And uh, don't forget our sponsors, guys. Redcon1.com, great supplement company. Chris uses them too. Redcon1, good Redcon stuff, one. right? Great stuff, great right. stuff. Yeah, see, he actually is the one that got me hooked on it. Now we're sponsored by it. Sugar, oh. <laughs> Total War Water. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, and also the legendary sponsor, smoothmyballs.com. Yeah. Wait, that doesn't go there. Nope. Uh, check them out. The links will be at the bottom of the podcast page. And guys, I would just want to thank you guys for joining us. And I will see you again on Friday. Uh, wait, today's Friday. Today's Friday. On Sunday. <laughs> and then we'll get Christopher J. McGillicuddy back in the DTOM studios for some more insight on the next pandemic. Until then, guys, have a great day. Thanks for listening.